This ain't your father's podcast. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. The Stock Dads are back with their Stocks and Sandals podcast like you've never heard it before. Raw, unedited, and completely uncut. That means more cringy dad jokes, awful puns, and the best damn stock market education you can find. It's time to quit resting your eyes and start working hard instead of hardly working because we all know money doesn't grow on trees. So tuck your t-shirt into your jean shorts, lace up the grass-stained new balances, crack open an ice-cold brewski, and fire up the grill. What's on the menu? Gains, baby. Now, here are your hosts. What up, Stock Dads? Welcome to another episode of Penny Slayer Talks His Shit and Fuzz. He kills it, right? I mean, Fuzz, earth, man. We, we nailed Lockheed Martin, right? And, and thank you for the member who mentioned the question, right? He was like, hey, what's right. going to be great going into next week? You know, what are you looking at for earnings? And I go, well, there's a few, but Lockheed Martin is definitely on the radar. And oh, wow, Lockheed. what a week Lockheed Martin had after earnings. I mean, yeah, it was monstrous, a, a monstrous move. And and I hate <laughs> him for it. But man, what a beautiful move that was. Um, right. Guys, I, w- I really want to take this time real quick to uh, to to plug our new merch store. Uh, you know, we've been working so hard and getting a lot of stuff happening. Uh, a lot of uh, rebranding, if you will, trying to get the 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 tones just right look go to dadmerch.com and and just go check us out right you don't have to go buy anything if you don't want to but man i gotta tell you the shirts are cool man like i gotta get the one with the coffee mug that has a little swirl on it like that's that's my (laughs) jam man like i'm a coffee guy i drink coffee at night i drink coffee to go to sleep i drink coffee to wake up i drink coffee to do like excel spreadsheets i mean i I drink coffee all the time (laughs) all day every day (laughs) all day every day i need it man i need it in my life so that yeah. that uh that emblem that it has on the on the sweater, I need that one, man. I'm going after it. There you go. Yeah, they're they're great quality. Uh, DJ did a really good job at putting a bunch of designs together, and uh, yeah, go go check it out and you know find something that you like. And you know, Christmas is coming up, so you know if you uh, want to rock out some dad merch, uh, there you go. Uh, mine, of course, is going to be the uh, the fuzz hoodie. So I mean, support your local you know, fuzz. I and... used to own my own. I used to own my own T-shirt company too, man. And so I can That's really, right. I can really get behind a guy that knows how to go out there and find the right material for the shirts too. You know what I mean? Right. You, know, you don't want the stuff that's just consistently shrinking in the dryer every time you oh. buy it. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I, I respect it. I respect the fact that he goes out there and he tries to find the right stuff. You know. And uh, those are the kind of clothes that I like to get involved with. Heck yeah, yeah. But you know, listen, we've we've got the feds versus the Democrats in this midterm season, if you will. Right. And I feel like there's just so much happening happening in this political stance, if you will, that it's hard to keep track of. It, it's it's hard to keep track of rising oil prices and the fact that Saudi Arabia and, and the US are now kind of wishy-washy about, you know, OPEC, you know, drilling back on drilling and okay, drilling back on drilling that's <laughs> drilling great. back on drilling <laughs> uh, you know they're, they're 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 you know not giving out as much oil as they used to and so it's forcing us into this position where we've got to use more reserves and now we're actually like go out and drill more oil so we can pay you more money in the future for these oil reserves right because i think the feds actually and i'm sorry the the democrats came out and said if you go out and drill we will guarantee 
to buy back your barrels of oil at $75 per gallon. Interesting. So in order to fight the fact that OPEC is calling you out for using them in your political stuff, right? right. Uh, you're going to turn around and ask us to go drill and guarantee us that you're going to give us $75 a barrel for it. Okay, fine. Great. That's what you're going to do. Great. Go out there, oil companies, go get that money, please, by all means. Guess what I'm buying? I'm buying Zom and I'm buying Schlumberger. I'm buying EOG. I'm going out there. I'm getting it, right? Because at $75 a barrel, yes. people are happy, right? I mean, they're not making right. crazy profits, but they're, there's less risk, right? I mean, we as stock traders, we, we as day traders, we have to be masters of risk, if you will. So it's always good to know that that $75 base level that these oil companies have is very interesting and very good for the future. So I'm going to be watching that oil market and that energy sector a lot more. Um, even, like more so, even more so, the, uh, the Fed's fighting the Democrats, right? So we have Joe Biden on one side. Sorry, I'll use this hand. Joe Biden on one side, he's telling everybody, oh, we're going to open up more jobs. We're going to have the infrastructure bill. We're going to open up so many jobs so we can employ America again, right? We're going to put America back in your hands. And then the feds are going, too many people have jobs. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Slow down, slow down, slow Dude, down. Got too many people have jobs. You can't go do that, right? And so you've got a, 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 a Republican fed and you've got a Democrat president. And they're both bickering at each other, right? But they're not really saying anything to each other, not putting each other down, because the Democrats know if they fight the Fed, they'll lose every time. And the Fed knows it, right? right. <laughs> the Fed knows they are going to run the monetary policy. Now, whether they run it into the dirt or whether they kind of scale back on their interest rate hikes and send us to the moon again, that's yet to be seen. So recently they had this huge meeting where the feds were speaking about dialing back the interest rates, but not right. enough to send us into a bull market. And that was the biggest thing that came from those meetings, right? right. If, if how are they going to raise interest rates and still keep us happy? I don't understand how that's going to work. The only way you do it is give us a 50 base rate hike, right? And that's going to so. allude to a bull market run, in my opinion. But the feds are going to be tricky here, I think, right? I think the feds are going to be tricky with their wording. And I think that they're going to use some type of other scale in order to bring the markets back down to size. So be careful of these bull runs, guys. They are not going to last very long. So when you're thinking that you know we're on the uptrend, be careful for these monetary policy changes coming from the feds. It's going to change in a matter of days. So on these bull runs, make sure you're taking profits. You've got to get in and out of these trades like you're drinking a drink at the bar, right? On to the next one because you know another right. one's coming. Get in the trade, make a couple of bucks, get out. You've got to be quick because if you're not and you get caught holding a bag, that bag could get pretty heavy very fast. <laughs> what do you think, Fuzz? What do you think? I couldn't agree uh, anymore. I mean, I think you nailed it right on the hammer. I mean, we have to be uh, pretty careful. I think they're going to be uh, a little interested, interesting on like how they are going to word and uh, try to shape things, especially going into, uh, especially going into midterms. Like you said, uh, you know, we, 
the Fed has a uh, congressional mandate on what their job is and what they have to do. So they they really try to keep things uh, pretty neutral. And you know, Biden can say whatever he wants, and politics can say what they want. But uh, the job of the Fed is to you know keep the economy running and keep the economy strong and healthy. So it doesn't matter what what really politics does. But of course, that can there's I mean we're all human, so factors can come into play but yeah i think i think the uh the fed is going to uh try to play things very very cautiously and they even hinted at the wall street journal that that they were possibly going to uh hit the brakes a little bit on their aggressive behavior as of lately so i'm going to be kind of paying attention to that i know that they get into they're in, entering into a uh blackout period uh, up until the next Fed meeting in uh, November. So uh, it's going to be a little interesting. I know they like to have their speeches day in and day out, it seems, because they're pretty much celebrity status at this point. Bullard, all those guys, I mean, you name them, they're, they're pretty much celebrities at this point, especially within the financial market. So they love to talk. They love to speak their heads off. And, you know, anything that they say, the market's going to pretty much nitpick at. So, uh, you know, as we kind of gear into, you know, the the bigger picture of things, yeah, we can play these bounces, but I do want to remain uh, some somewhat cautious because I don't know and I don't think that they are going to be the rally is going to be sustainable. We'll see. Uh, and if if the rally is not sustainable and we do come crashing on down, uh, does 3,400 hold? And I don't think it does if if we do get a decent rally and we just come crashing on through. So 3,400 remains my key level there on the SPX if we really want to tie that into. But yeah, I mean, yeah. when I was thinking about, you know, whether or not we were going to get back into a bull market, it, it's it's a 3,800 to 3,900, right? Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I, I called that last week, right? I go, listen, if we get over 3,800, more bulls are going to get involved here. And I, I, I think that that's going to be a very strong level. And if you can break it, great. Get in and out, right? Bull side. Let's go. Run it. Uh, but if you don't and you reject 3,800, downside, baby. You know how we trade. So uh, just want to keep things moving along here. Uh, I also wanted to bring up just briefly about Elon Musk and Twitter from last week. So it turns out Elon Musk is getting pretty sneaky here. And I just want to bring this up really fast. So Elon Musk. Right before our very strenuous uh, time where we get to vote in new uh, campaigns and stuff like this for uh, Democrats and the midterms. So he's using midterms in order to potentially get out of the Twitter deal. Hear this. So if Elon Musk gets Twitter, he says that he would reduce the headcount by 75%. Did you hear this? I saw that, yeah. So what is Joe Biden going to do, right? How, how are you going to preach, hey, we're going to give you guys more jobs, and then Elon Musk comes out and says, we're cutting 75% <laughs> of the headcount if we get this deal. Right. <laughs> but like, well, that they, can, a, they, can go, they can go work with someone with the infrastructure bill, right? What a you know, genius I'm just move. kidding. That's terrible. What a genius <laughs> move because Biden's going to come in, and they're going to block it, right? So even after that, yeah. he went out and had a meeting with, uh, oh man, I forget his name, the Russia. Uh, help Putin. me, Putin. That's right. He went out and had a <laughs> meeting with Putin, 
And and so now the, all the red flags are up, right? And so there's a potential chance that the U.S. government's going to get involved with the Tesla and Twitter trade in order to block him from from buying it, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I think it's what what a perfect time for you to come out and say, "Yeah, we're going to just reduce the headcount by seventy five percent, and then we'll be a profitable company." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's a mess. It's a. But, I mean, this I ugh, I'm not touching Twitter. I'm staying away from it. Uh, yeah, this whole thing's just a big. And then right on the back door, mess. Apple Apple had some huge news. Fuzz, you want to bring us into the news that Apple uh, let us have last week? Yeah, uh, they're they're uh, slowing down their production of the iPhone 14 because the the sales are not that great. Uh, they're they're down, way down. <laughs> um, you know, even nobody even wants Steve's, to pay a thousand dollars a phone. Right, even nobody Steve wants Jobs to do that anymore. Steve Jobs' daughter, even when it, when the iPhone 14 got launched, even Steve Jobs' uh, own daughter was like, "That's it. What is this? This is just a uh, another iPhone 13 or iPhone 12, even." <laughs> so that, I mean, they they didn't. I mean, they they changed the <laughs> bezelment or the bezel, whatever the notches on the top. They they changed they that. Right. And I think there was a few other changes here and there. But it, it, as far as like, you know, if you really want this to be like your flagship flagship of phones i mean it's really nothing innovative yeah so if you're if you're looking if you're like so if you're like an iphone 12 iphone 13 user i mean maybe if you're iphone 12 but if you're iphone 13 now there's no sense to to upgrade to this current version uh so yeah that's that's my take on it but yeah sales are down and that that kind of sent apple like down the drain uh for a day and then we shot back up, of course, the next day. But uh, yeah, it kind of spooked everybody a little bit. Like, oh no, so the iPhone just to go down. My wife is an iPhone T or i14 holder. She's got the new one. Went I got the, the new store. one too. Yeah, yeah, I got Went the new the one. I got the new one, right? Paid the money for it. Right. We're on vacation at our honeymoon and the moon's up and we're sitting in like our pool in our hut. And she's like, oh, take a picture of the moon. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'd like bring out my galaxy, right? And I, I, take a picture of it, pull, pull out my Android, pull, took a picture of it. It automatically did like this night mode thing and did like this yeah. cool like reflection of the moon in the water. It was great. And then she took a picture of her iPhone and it looked like a white speck in a black screen. And I go, oh, I was like, that's awful. She was like, oh, your phone's so much better. I was like, <laughs> so right. You are so yeah. right. <laughs> tell her to tell her to go in her settings. There's some settings in there that she might need to configure. I, I did find that out about the, the camera. Some they, they automatically turned off some settings that you need to turn back on to, to boost. Now, what I did, you know, I, I had a Note 20 uh, Ultra and, and they had like a 20x zoom on that thing. That thing is a beast of a, a 20x zoom I'll, I'll tell you that much so yeah, if you have an yeah. android yeah it's pretty beefy you but can yeah, zoom there's... in and mm. see all the crevices in the moon it's dope man. i love it <laughs> so uh you know we're getting into earnings season right i mean this is oh, the most yeah. important earnings season in recent memory uh you know because analysts have pretty much slashed earnings estimates uh by the highest margin in, sure. in more than two years and so giving earnings are the biggest fundamental driver of equity returns. If we see actual results exceed expectations, it could be the catalyst for a rally into the year end. 
listen, there are some stocks that I'm looking at that I've been a huge fan on. And I feel like I've been screaming it from the top of the mountains. Macy <laughs> is going to be a, a winner. <laughs> like it is on a bull run. I love every second of it. It's the uh, one of the largest holdings in my portfolio right now. And uh, I'm, I'm loving this bull ride that it's having. Uh, I don't know how long okay. it's going to last, but I'm holding it until March, right? Because we're not going to know how good December really is until March for, for right. Macy's, right? And so by that time, I'll know whether or not that earnings season was good. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm holding back and, and kind of trying to temper my expectations, but I just want to make sure that I'm in the green as much as possible before the Fed send us back down, right? And so I'm trying to pick out this level of, okay, here's the low. And at the worst case scenario, this 1830 seems to be about it. And it kind of peaks to 19 and change. And then it rejects and it comes back down. So around that $18 range is like the beautiful spot for me. Um, is there anything that you're looking at going into earnings week next week that uh, that you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see what happens here? You know, that that's a funny question because you know, Snapchat had their earnings last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it sent shockwaves throughout the market because, you know, Snap has such a big impact <laughs> on on the market, even though they're just like a tiny little blip within the market. But right. it, it does that. Like if you go back to the historical, you know, context a few quarters, you know, back or so, you'll see that anytime that Snapchat has their earnings, it has this crazy wackadoo effect. Uh, on the market. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see about meta. I mean, I know meta currently is having yeah. some trouble with the Meta. Meta's on Wednesday. Uh, they even said that, uh, you know, the majority of their employees don't even use the metaverse. Um, so we, we know they're losing money right now. Right. Right. So I'm curious to see what their user base is. Um, I'm curious to know, you know, what kind of revenue they are, are kind of bringing in. Um, you know, Still I, I think, in, right. I think I think this earnings season is really interesting. I think it's going to matter for like a day or two, but it's not really a, a big impact because I don't think a lot of people are going to care what the the company did, but I think they're only going to care about what they're going to do. The guidance, next. right? Yeah, the guidance, the guidance, uh, what the future big. holds, and you know what kind of stuff that because we've already seen uh, some companies already say we're not going to release these numbers next go around. You know, we'll just keep that to ourselves for the time being until the economy kind of gets back in shape. So we're, you know, we've already seen aspects of that to, to kind of go. So I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to that. I think Ford's going to be kind of interesting to see where their EV sales are at. Ford, yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, we got general motors in there as well. Um, Google's definitely going to, to be a big boy. And then Intel, Intel just released their new 14th generation chips. It's not going to have much of an impact this go around, but I'm looking forward the to the guidance and how they're going to shape up for next quarter because the prices that they put out for those 14th uh, generational uh, chips, they're they're not too shabby uh, in regards to competing with AMD's uh, chips. So I'm definitely going to be paying attention to that. They've also released their own GPU, the the Intel Arc. Uh, so that could be an interesting factor to see, you know, I don't think too many people are using that just because it's, I think it's comparable to like a 2080 or 3060, something like that. So it's not top of the line. It's just kind of mid tier, something to get you by kind of thing. If you just need something, uh, to get you through, maybe get you some 60 FPS, 
uh, if you're a gamer. But I mean, of course, if you're a gamer, you're going to NVIDIA uh, as far as GPUs go. And then, of course, we still got some energy, guys. I'm, I'm watching uh, ExxonMobil. We played oh, ExxonMobil yeah. last week and just nailed it. That's mainly based off the news uh, with the energy news and and OPEC plus and Biden trying to uh, stick it to the man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the I think that is, was going to be good. You're going to see some huge moves up, right. up into Thursday, right? Because Thursday is the big dog day, right? You got Amazon, Apple, you got uh, uh, Microsoft. Big, no, big names, Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft's Wednesday. You got Dexcom, you, you know, Capital One, uh, you know, Merck, right? MRK. Oh, Merck. You know, yeah, that's going to be a good one, Merck. too. McDonald's, yeah. who's been on a rip of lately. I mean, I think that McDonald's was one of those plays like when inflation is taking over, who do you rely on? McDonald's just always seems to be this play. Keep that in mind. You, uh... Make that a note in your book. When we are in, in an inflational period, it's time to get into McDonald's. They've been a strong winner of late. And uh, I can't believe I missed that move this year, uh, but I missed it. You know, it is what it is. You can't win them all. Yeah, I've been crazy at work lately, but you know we'll we'll get there. And then, of course, some interesting news is probably going to come to us on Friday, right? With the PCE, which is the price index month over month, the core PCE, right? And then, right. Um, you know, the employment cost index. So this is really going to give us some insight on where we are with this. I don't know if you guys have heard about what a price, uh, sorry, what a in is it income price spiral? Income price spiral. So that's what it is. So it's when you fight inflation by raising people's pay. And then you fight inflation and you raise people's pay, right? And it's just this big, huge whirlwind of raising prices and then raising people's pay. And so we can't get into this whirlwind because that is the first sign of economic failure. And so uh, once that happens, we're going to be headed down fast. People are going to be running for the hills. So it's <laughs> going to be really interesting to see how this employment cost index is actually moving. Uh, we want to see an increase, but not much, right? We want to see people right. get, you know, this eight to 10%, you know, flux, but we don't want it over 15, 16%, right? Because then we know that they're trying to gauge future inflation and that's, we can't have that. Right. And so, uh, it'll be interesting to watch Friday and how that all reacts. Keep in mind about that price swirl. It's uh, it's going to be something interesting and something fearful to watch for sure. Uh, yep. And then ExxonMobil is is on Friday uh, with their yep. earnings, and, and you know it'll be pretty slow after that. But uh, those are some of the big things that I'm watching, especially when you know we're still fighting inflation. The numbers aren't coming down as fast as we thought that they were going to come. And so we'll see what happens into 2023. All right. They did say that, uh, you know, uh, inflation comes down like a feather. It, it shoots up like a rocket, but comes down like a feather. So it's, it's going to be a, a sticky situation for, for the foreseeable future, for sure. And it's not going to come down anytime fast. That's another reason why we're a little bit skeptical, you know, on, on how these bounces uh, go, just because we know that the path, uh, fundamentally speaking right now, is is also to the downside as well as the technical. So things are definitely still aligned uh, in that regard. And we also got uh, GDP and new home sales data coming out this week. So those are two more sticky parts. I mean, the uh, mortgage rate hit, what, 7.2% uh, 
uh, last week. So it's it's up there, and and we can see that the home builder uh, sentiment is is definitely going uh, way down right now. So and you know I've you know I've walked around uh, the grocery store today, and there was this uh, a couple uh, I guess talking to their daughter or something. She was talking that they were going to live uh, with uh, her parents for the time being as they kind of save up uh to buy a house and and they're like no you you don't want to buy a house uh right now (laughs) and we're like yeah that's right and i want to turn to them like yeah i would i would wait on that but you know wait till these rates come down and and wait for prices to get back to a a buyer's market uh because if you're paying way out of pocket you know you know say a house is worth 200k and it's marked up to 300k and plus you're paying a 7.2 interest rate i mean you're paying you might as well sell your kidney and firstborn child just to pay for that dang thing. So that's what I'm saying, man. Jessica and I were so lucky to buy this house when we did. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, so lucky. We're at like five and a quarter. We got and a lot so of people are like they're fortunate, lucky. very fortunate. Yeah. And and, and I, you I know, like... and that's just the that's just the nature of the beast, right? I mean, right. If if you wait, right? If you wait, you're gonna have to pay very, very high rents. And that's that's yeah, that's another rents problem, are just right. I mean, Prince the rents are, are, are way more than the cost of buying a home nowadays, right? And right. so even with the high interest rates, so it may be a bad deal long term, but at least you have something you can call your own. And uh, that I guess that's really what I fight with, with being in the rent race, if you will, is you're always you're only paying somebody else's mortgage, right? And right. so, you know, sometimes you may have to bite the bullet, but just go out there and, and follow that dream, man. I think that if you can get approved to buy a home, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, I agree. I, I think that there's going to be a period where the price of your home falls and the interest rates are still up high and you'll be able to pay a lower rate or a lower monthly rate and still have a high interest rate and just be fine. Right. And, and so that way Absolutely. you're not paying, you know, a $3,000 or a $3,500 monthly payment on your home. You're paying more like a 2000 to $2,500 monthly payment for your home. But you know what I think, Fuzz? You know what I think is going to happen? This is just the Nostradamus penny slayer coming through. Lay it on me, man. I like it. Look, Watch what happens here with this. The people who have bought homes during this inflationary period, watch for something to happen with the people here. I I bet you the Fed step in to help with the number change in the future. I think that because people will be stuck in these homes, you'll see the potential for more bankruptcies, right? Right, And if if you file for more bankruptcies, how are they going to help you by maybe knocking off, you know, 50 grand of your mortgage to bring it down to a lower rate? I I don't, I don't know what that looks like, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know. what's going to happen there. I don't know. I can't some kind of some kind of bailout, some kind of some kind of, hey, if you bought a home between then and there, you get some type of like rebate plan. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> I have a feeling, man. I'm telling you, I've got it. It's like it's coming. I just if don't your house was covered in asbestos. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if if you were drinking water back in in uh in this this army platoon back in 19, right? Then yeah, you you you're you're covered. We got you. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> and you get some government guy come out to your house to inspect. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah. So listen, be, before we before we cut it short, we only got a few minutes left here. One stock to rule them all. Who you got next week? Ooh, that is a good one. I'm going to be 
watching uh health care and insurance names so like united health uh like you brought up merc earlier i really like merc um and i like exxon mobile if if energy continues to bump up i'm all over it's a fun fun play to trade uh we we did it a few times last week and won every single time so i like zom gonna gonna rock zom and some healthcare names for sure yep uh so my play is actually a play on your stuff last week i'm going on metals here i'm going metals i like it i like it wheaton precious metals that's wpm okay uh i've got them coming through this week as as my most bullish stock uh, I think that I'm, I'm bullish as long as it remains above $28 to $29. And then uh, the upside here is the $40. So, uh, you know, I'm waiting for this break of about the $33 range. Uh, but as soon as that bad boy breaks, we're going, we're climbing back up to $40. Bucks. I like it. I, I I really like the metals play. I mean, they were on a freaking roll uh, last week. I, I really like copper. Uh, at this point, you know, we, we really want copper to uh, boogie woogie and join the party if, if we want the economy to improve. So definitely watching yeah. copper, Freeport, McMorrin, like that's a fun one to trade as well. It's a little bit slow mover, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Alcoa X US Steel, we like to see if X is going to give it to us. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, that's a wrap reference uh, if you don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right thanks guys for coming out love to see you guys here we'll see you guys next weekend uh right. you know and that will be that will be our last show fuzz that'll yep. be our last show for the year next then, week uh, will be the, the finale maybe potentially kicking this back up next year we'll see what happens absolutely yeah yeah and and uh be sure just gonna throw in one more plug for for dadmerch.com go check out uh the new store that we've got uh set up you got some shirts some hoodies uh some pants and all that kind of good stuff so be sure to check that out check us out on uh the social medias and give us a thumbs up give us a like we love you and hope you have a good good week all right guys see y'all later have a good one fuzz see you bud see you guys have a good one thank you for listening to the stocks and sandals podcast Our fans brought us into this world, and they can take us out by not listening. So if you like the show, you can support us by subscribing for future episodes, leaving us a five-star review, and joining our premium community on Discord at stockdads.com slash plans. You can also follow us at StockDads on all major social media platforms. But most importantly, remember this. It's not a dad bod. It's a father figure.